tonight. Um, at six, we will have a Elevate um, Thanksgiving uh, dinner, and so just get with, I'm going to put you on spot, First Lady, get with her uh, about what, you know, who's bringing what and everything. We've been doing this on Wednesday nights, um, but we decided to do it on Sunday evening, uh, and so just a Thanksgiving dinner, just kind of hang out with the family and just uh, just to have a good time in God's house, amen, uh, while we eat, and we love some eating meetings. This is an Assembly God church. Um, and also, uh, don't forget that next Sunday as well, uh, we'll be delivering our boxes of blessings. And so if you, have, uh, if you haven't given towards that, each box is $60. Um, we've got about 12 people signed up for boxes right now, uh, but usually we get at least 10 more in the, in the last couple of days. Um, before leading up to the uh, to the give uh, not giveaway but give uh, the distribution, and so just you know be thinking about that. Let let you know God use you in that. Um, and thirdly, <clears throat> we are supporting Teen Challenge with uh, Christmas gift cards. So if you've got those, uh, the last Sunday in November, make sure you get those turned in. And so it's going to be good. Hey, I want to just give you something this morning. And so. Have you ever come to church and you just kind of, you walk in, maybe you had an okay morning and then you come in the door and there's just kind of a weirdness. Come on, talk to me this morning. Every last one of you should have said yes. Amen. Maybe it's a weirdness when you're having, uh, when we're having worship time, you get behind the seats and you're like, what do I do with my hands? Am I supposed to sing? Am I supposed to do this? Can I just tell you this? Whenever that begins to happen, you need to press in all the uh, harder than you already are. Because God's probably got something for you, and if you get really worried about that kind of spiritual funk you feel, um, you're going to miss what's what's at stake here, okay? Um, so just let me give you a little bit of testimony this morning. I was having a lot of technical difficulties here, and I began to get really frustrated. And I'm just being personal with you, okay? And then I, and I noticed my son is down here kind of playing a little bit, and I got a little bit frustrated about that. And... What's happening here is we begin to lose focus of what we're supposed to be doing here, okay? And so what happens is is all those little things work against us. When we come into the house of God, we're worried about the AC. We're worried about the music. Somebody was off key. Somebody was off tone. Who cares? They're worshiping God. Amen. Okay, we get worried about those little things and we sit here and we go to the safety of negativity. Come on, instead of diving off into this, instead of moving in faith and accepting what God has for us. So what am I getting at here? Y'all, we got to be careful. And I want to encourage you because I believe a lot of people pushed on through that this morning. There was some weirdness. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it got a little bit colder outside. Maybe you had a weird morning. But just remember, when you come into a church, not always this one. It's going to happen whatever church you go to. Satan does not want you walking through those doors. Satan does not want you hearing the word of God. Satan does not want you encouraged and empowered. Amen? And so whenever it gets that, that kind of that weirdness, here's what I want you to do. I want you to stand up, take a deep breath, and say, okay. I know for sure God has got something for little old me today, and I accept it. Come on. Come on. 
That's what you got to do. And I promise you, I promise you that God will honor that. Here's the thing. God will always show up. It's up to us, okay? God's going to show up. The question is whether or not we're going to show up, all right? So good. Pastor Daphne, come on. I know you got something good for us this morning. Let's make her feel welcome. All the way from North Acres. I always introduce myself as being from Spring Hill and parts unknown because I, I preached the first and third Sunday over at Canaan Land. And if you're not going there, you ain't going to accidentally go by there. It's in the middle of nowhere. If you wind up there, you are lost. <laughs> but it's a it's a neat little church with some good people that love God, and uh, they have church. And they need somebody to come and preach for them because they can't afford a pastor. Yeah, you ever been there where you can't afford something, but you need it? Yeah, that's where they are. So uh, we go, and uh, this this morning, Ross Aldridge is over there preaching, so we share preaching duties over there, so I'm, I'm glad to go over there. But anyway, we're here this morning. You glad to be here this morning, enjoying this little bit cooler weather? Some of you are, and some of you aren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, some of you enjoy duck season. <laughs> I, I saw the bounty there. You, <clears throat> He's gone. Y'all just y'all pray for Ryan. Y'all pray for his family. He's he's gone. He's a duck hunter now, so he's you know you know a quackhead. That's what they call himself anyway. But I, I'll just uh, I want to speak a few minutes this morning. It's it's the season we're entering the season of thanks and gift giving, right? How many of you have started your Christmas shopping? How many of you wait till Christmas Eve like I do? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot easier to shop on Christmas Eve because you have a smaller selection. <laughs> but it's a season of Thanksgiving and a season of gift giving. And I want to speak for a few minutes this morning on give thanks for the gifts of God. Giving thanks for the gift of God, gifts of God. So we want to talk about that for a few minutes this morning. I want you to pay attention. I want you to say amen a lot. Because that keeps everybody awake, it keeps me awake, keeps you awake. But before we get started, let's pray and ask the Lord to help us this morning. Father, we love you and we thank you so much for the privilege to come to your house, to worship, lift the name of Jesus, and to hear from your word, a fellowship with Christian believers, and to encourage one another in the Lord. Bless each and every one that's here. Give us what you'd have us to have this day, this day. Let me say what you'd have me to say. Let the preacher come, let the teacher come. Give us ears to hear, heart to receive, and a mind to comprehend that which you have for us today. Everybody say amen. amen. <clears throat> I keep saying that, and, and uh, whenever you say amen, it makes me go faster. That was a good opportunity to say amen. Thank you. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, somebody said one time, and I don't remember who it was, so we could probably look it up on Google. My Google was a set of encyclopedias. And a card catalog at the library. <laughs> we have more knowledge in our hand right now than they had when they had more computer power in our little phones that they had when they sent a man to the moon. Can you imagine that? They sent, them, they sent men to the moon with a slide rule. Those guys were brave. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Somebody said, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. 
Every day that we wake up and take a breath, open our eyes, is a gift from God. Because we're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised our next breath, right? And so every breath we take, and the Psalms 150 said, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord, right? Whatever breath we take, we need to be giving thanks to God. And this is the season of thanks. So uh, let me read a couple of verses. I'm going to read a lot of scriptures today just to remind us. This is a reminder sermon of what gifts of God, we, the, God the gifts that God has given us and things that we can be thankful for, okay? So this is a reminder so everybody can say amen or oh me. Uh, Psalms 107 and 1 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever. What a message. God is good. His mercy never ends. His mercy endureth forever. God is a God of mercy and a God of grace. Uh, James 1.17 says, Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Every good thing in your life comes from God. Every good thing. God is our source of good things. And so everything that you have that is good comes from God. And so we need to give thanks every day to God for his good gifts. Just keep that in mind. Every bad thing comes from Satan. He's the source of all evil. And so every evil thing, every bad thing in your life comes from Satan. So you just rebuke him and say, I want the good things that God gives because God is good and his mercy endures forever. Now, the very first memory verse that I learned, I'm off my notes so far, I don't have no idea where I'm at. Every, the very first memory verse that I learned in Sister Price's nursery class at First Assembly of God on Henderson Street in Shreveport, Louisiana was God is good. Everything good comes from God. And if it's good, it comes from God. A lot of people say, thank goodness. What's goodness? That's God. So when they say, thank goodness for that, they're saying, thank God for that. Thank you, Jesus. So we want to talk today about a few things, a few, just a few, a short list of gifts from God. I'm going to give you one for every day of the week. If you want to write them down, you can. If you don't want to write them down, that's fine. Maybe you can commit them to memory. But for on Sunday, today is Sunday. Everybody say amen. amen. Today is Sunday. We want to thank God for Jesus Christ. John 3, 16, everybody can quote this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Verse 17 goes on. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. A lot of people forget that part. God sent Jesus Christ to us. That's the very best gift ever, that he sent his Son and sacrifice. He did not withhold his Son, but he sent his Son as a gift to us, Jesus Christ. And a lot of people say, well, he made the sacrifice on the cross. Yes, that was the sacrifice. And we thank God for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. But you know what the bigger sacrifice was? Is that he left heaven. He left heaven to come to earth. Like John 1.14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He became a human. 
and he's forever a human. That's a sacrifice. He left his first estate as being God, being a spirit, being there hand in hand with God the Father to become a human forever to sacrifice himself for us. What a gift of God, that of Jesus Christ. Uh, John 4.10 said, Jesus answered her and said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. This is when he was talking to the Samaritan woman at the well. Jesus, he was telling her right there that he was a gift from God and that you could ask, that she could ask him for that living water because Jesus Christ is a gift from God. Everybody say amen. amen. We're thankful for that gift from God. Yes. yes, okay. Then Monday, on Monday, we can be thankful for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. You know, some, somebody said, do you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit to go to heaven? No, but you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit to go to Walmart. <laughs> yeah, to go to heaven to be saved, all you need to do is accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Like it says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, and believe on him, believe that, that he uh, was, went to the cross and he was dead and he was resurrected and he sits on the right. Uh, you believe on Lord Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior to go to heaven. But if you want to stay saved, <clears throat> you need the Holy Spirit. Because I got this thing inside of me called human nature that sometimes makes me want to punch people in the throat. <laughs> but that Holy Spirit says, hold on now. That ain't Christ-like. So on Monday, we need to thank God for the Holy Spirit. Acts 2, 38 through 40. Peter said to them, repent. And each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift. Everybody say gift. Yes. You will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises for you and your children and for all who are far off as many as the Lord our God will call himself. We are afar off. And so the Holy Spirit is a gift from God given to us, Right? It's given to you and you and you and you. It's given to everyone who calls on the name of Jesus. Acts 5, 32. And we are witnesses of these things and so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. The Holy Spirit is a gift from God. It's for everyone who calls himself a Christian. Say amen. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Oh. You took the clock down back there. I don't know what time it is. That means I just go until somebody gets up and leaves, right? <clears throat> All right. Tuesday, on Tuesday, we can thank God for the gift of salvation. Romans 5.15 says, But the free gift is not like the transgression, for if by the transgression of the one that many died, much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, abound to many. Salvation is a gift. It's the greatest gift that, that, that Jesus Christ gave to man. Jesus, God, Jesus Christ is the greatest gift that God gave to humanity. And salvation by his death on the cross was the greatest gift that Jesus Christ gave to man. Amen? Amen. On, on Monday, we need to be thankful for salvation. Ephesians 2, 8 and, and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. It's a gift. Not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. Salvation 
is a gift. It's by grace that he's given it to us. Let me explain to you something about grace. Let me make sure I'm not going to do that. Here. Yeah, I'm gonna we'll save that for later. Remind me to talk about grace in a minute. <clears throat> so we want to thank God on, on Tuesdays for salvation. And, it, you know, it would have been great that Jesus died on the cross and he was buried. But until he was resurrected, we, there was no salvation. Him dying on the cross was not the salvation. Him being resurrected and gone to the Father in heaven, that's where we got our salvation, right? Amen. <clears throat> then on Wednesday, we can thank God for eternal life. Romans 6.23, a lot of you can quote it. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We have eternal life. That means we're going to live forever. We're going to live forever in the presence of Jesus Christ, in the presence of God. The Apostle Paul said to be absent from the body is to be in the presence of Jesus Christ, right? To be with the Lord. So, you know, it's, it's, to a Christian, you never die. A lot of people are afraid of death. Death is something that's unknown. There's nobody that we know that can tell you what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. But for the Christian, it's just like opening one door and walking into another room. You leave this earth and you're in the presence of Jesus Christ. You're in the presence of God. It's just like walking into another room because we have what's called eternal life. Not eternal death, eternal life. And that's a free gift of God through Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross. Amen? Y'all keep saying amen now. All right. Hey, I just got a few more days. Okay, on Thursday... We can be thankful for the gift of God that's grace. Thankful for grace. Ephesians 3, 7 says, Of which I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me in according to the working of his power. Ephesians 4 and 7 says, But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gifts. Let me explain to you what grace is. We talk about grace a lot. You know, we talk about grace. We got a place called Grace Closet downtown. And there's a lot of ladies that are named Grace, you know, and and people say, uh, you know, we're we're praying for Grace. We're praying for Grace. Let me explain to you about Grace. You see a lot of people on the news when something happens, they say, we want justice. We want justice. No, they don't. What they want is Grace. Because justice means you get exactly what you deserve. According to justice, we deserve death because we were sinners and we had transgressed against God. That's justice, you know? And so when people are hollering on it, we want justice, we want justice, oh, yeah, because that means that person's going to get exactly what they deserve. So if that person killed someone, guess what? They, we're going to kill them right back, you know? Texas, anybody from Texas? Texas is a neat state. They've got an express lane on the death penalty. <laughs> yeah, if they have two or three witnesses to the crime, you know, they don't get to pass go, they don't get to appeal, they just go to the death, you know. That's justice. And then you have something called mercy. Mercy is when you do not get what you deserve. You know, we deserve death. We deserve eternal death because we transist, trans, 
transgressed against God. We sinned. That's the word. We, that's one of them church words we use. We sinned. We just transgressed. We, we, we rejected God and did the wrong thing, right? And, and great, uh, justice says that we get, deserve death. But mercy, God's mercy says we do not get what we deserve. He forgives us for that. And so we got mercy in that. Although we deserve death, he says, no, I'm not going to kill you <laughs> because Jesus took your place. That's mercy. But then, okay, so what's grace? Grace means you do get what you do not deserve. Right? Not only do we not get death, but we get eternal life because it's grace. Uh, let me put it a simple way. You come home and your little child has taken a black magic marker written all over the white sofa in the living room. Now, justice says this kid deserves a trip to the woodshed. <laughs> but mercy says, you tell the son, no, don't do that again, but I'm not going to punish you. Just don't do that again. That's mercy. But then grace has you taken him down to McDonald's for a happy meal and ice cream cone. <laughs> Come on. And that's what God has done for us. We do not receive justice. We receive mercy, and then we receive grace. We deserve death. He pardons us from that because Jesus took our place, and then he gives us eternal life, and he blesses us beyond measure. That's his grace. So, amen to be thankful for grace on Thursdays. Then Friday, let's be thankful for the spiritual gifts that God gives us, all these spiritual gifts. Romans 12, 6, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. Well, what are these gifts that God has given us? God's given each one of us have some sort of talent or gift that God has blessed us with, and we're to exercise those gifts. Well, what kind of gifts are there? Well, let me read about them. 1 Corinthians twelve four says, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are varieties of ministries, and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all person. But each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good, for to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit, and to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another the gifts of healing by the one Spirit, and to another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another distinguish of spirits, and to another various kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all of these things distributing to each one individually just as he wills. We're all given some sort of a gift. And the Bible says we're to seek the perfect gifts. And, and what he said, what gift do I need to seek? Whichever one you need at that moment in time. Amen? If that moment at the time you need wisdom, that's the gift you need right then. If that moment in time the, the people need a word of knowledge, that's the gift you need right then. If, if, if at that moment in time you need the working of miracles, that's the gift you need right then. 
The gifts of healing, that's the one you need right then. That's the one to seek. 1 Corinthians 12, 31 says, but earnestly desire the greater gifts. We're to desire those gifts, and, and by desiring them, we're supposed to use those gifts. So if God has given you a gift of something to, to work it in the Holy Spirit, use that gift because it goes on to say in 1 Timothy 4.14, do not neglect the spiritual gift within you. If God is, uh, if the Holy Spirit is, is, is giving you one of those gifts, if you have one of those gifts, you're to utilize it and to use it. Where do you use it? Wherever you go. In church, at home, down the street, at Walmart. Oh boy, do we need the spiritual gifts at Walmart. <clears throat> right? Yeah. I was at Walmart at the deli one day. I, this just came, I, this came from nowhere. I was at Walmart at the deli one day, going to get some popcorn chicken for the grandkids. You know you have to get a cup of popcorn chicken when you're in Walmart shopping with the grandkids. You know that's a requirement, right? Nobody else does that? <laughs> You have to go get the popcorn chicken in the cup so they can keep their mouth full while you're chopping, whatever, and you know, whatever. So I was there at the deli, you know, and, and the lady behind the counter, you could tell she was upset. She was a-crying. And I said, uh, are you okay? What's going on? She said, oh, they just took my grandson to the hospital. He's having a bad seizure. And I says, well, I'll tell you what, do you mind if we pray right now about that? And guess what? She said, I wish you would. And she stuck her hand over the counter and I put my hand, you know what? We just held hands and we prayed for that grandson. And a few days later, I went back. I said, how's your grandson doing? She said, they got down there to the hospital and said, he's perfectly fine. He got over the seizure. I said, thank God. That was the gift that we needed at that time, you know, to pray for the healing of that grandchild. That's the gift you needed. Did my prayer do it? I don't know. God does what he does, and I'm not going to put him in a box. Right? Utilize your spiritual gifts wherever you are. Any of you remember uh, Brother Walter Helms? Pastored at Haynesville for a long time, then Holly Ridge. You remember Brother Walter Helms? Some of you do. They nod your little heads out, huh? wherever he was, if you said, brother, pray for me, he's going to stop right there and do it. I don't care if he's on Main Street or if he's in the middle of City Hall. When you ask him to pray, he's going to stop and he's going to pray right there. And he's not going to pray a little simple prayer. He's going to call down the fire from heaven whenever he prays for you. I love that man. He was a good man. Use your spiritual gifts wherever you are and be thankful for that, uh, the spiritual gifts. And then Saturday, we're almost done with the week, folks. Saturday, we need to be thankful for our ministers. That was a good place to say amen. <laughs> Saturday, we need to be thankful for our ministers. Well, they are a gift. They're a gift from God. That's what it says in Ephesians 4.11. And he gave some as apostles, and he gave some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ. It says he gave. When you give, that's a gift. God gave ministers to the people. God gave all these ministers to the people. Said, well, you know what? Everybody is some sort of a minister. Everybody. Everybody in here is some sort of a minister. God gave you some sort of a ministry. So you're a gift. So I'm a gift. Whoa, cool. 
God gave ministers, especially the full-time pastoral ministries, ministers to the congregations. And we need to be thankful for the ministers. And praise God that we have ministers. There's some little churches that don't. That's why I go to Canaan Land. They don't, they, don't, they don't have a pastor. Can't afford one. You know? There's some places that need ministers. There's some places that need missionaries. That's, that's what the apostles are, really. The people go and preach and evangelist. Thank God that we have ministers to preach the word and have somebody that you can call middle night when you're headed to the emergency room. Somebody that you can call and say, hey, I need some prayer. Somebody that you can, well, we don't call much anymore. We kind of text, don't we? You know, somebody that you can text that we need something. God gave us ministry. Everybody say amen. We need to be thankful for all good things. Because what did we say at the beginning of this? All good things come from God, right? Amen to that. All good things. Matthew 7, 11 says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? God wants to give you good things. God has lots of gifts. He wants to give you good things because you're his children, and he wants to give you good things. Good things every day comes from God. Luke eleven thirteen it just repeats the same thing. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? James 1, 17, that we read at the beginning. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Every good thing comes from God. And he's just waiting to give you good things. Sometimes we stew and we fret and we worry about stuff and say, oh, what was me? How am I going to handle this? How am I going to do this? What am I going to do about this? You know what? He's waiting there and said, here, I got this to help you. You just have to take it. I give you a $20 bill. I'm holding it up here. Here, you, you can have this $20 bill. What are you going to do? You're going uh, to be a mad dash to the front. I don't know for $20 anymore. Maybe I need to hold a $100 bill out. <laughs> I say, whoever gets here can have this. You're going to like a mad dash to come grab this thing out of my hand. Oh, that's what God has, all these wonderful, good things. You just have to ask him. You know, Jesus Christ said, you ask the Father anything in my name. He meant under the authority of my name. You ask in my name, he will give it to you. As his child, you have the privilege that you can ask the Father anything. The Bible says you can boldly approach the throne. You can walk right in that throne room. You can walk right in there and say, Daddy God, that's what Abba Father means, Daddy God, I need a miracle. Well, guess what? He's waiting there to give it to you because every good thing comes from God. And we need to be thankful in this season of thanksgiving and gift giving. Let's be ever more thankful for the good gifts of God. Can we do that? Can we remember to do that? Why don't we stand right now and be thankful? And they say, everybody just stand. I'm wrapping up right here. I'm done.